Hello, Root. <laughs> <laughs> oh, horrible. Hello everybody, welcome back to the Click and Butter Podcast. Happy 2019. My name's Alex. I'm, I'm Bert. You're Jesse. I'm Jesse. You the intro already. My name's Alex. I'm Jesse. AKA Sick. And Butter. And today is a very special episode because this is the best movies of 2018. Uh, but before we do that, we have a guest, and it's always the guest that we always have, and <laughs> Hello, everyone. He's going to join us and talk about all our favorite movies of 2018. Uh, this is going to be a top 10 list. Uh, we're very excited about doing this. This is one of my favorite parts of the year. Um, and, yeah. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Yeah, fantastic. We have, um... We have a lot of movies to get through today. Yes, so this is how it's going to work. So, in this first episode, we're going to do our 10 through 6. And then, in part 2 of this episode, we're going to do uh, 5 through 1. So, we're going to get a nice two-hour episode here today. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're really excited, and I say we get right into it. Let's do it. Let's All right. Do it. So, uh, before we get into the top 10, do you guys have any, I know I do, but do you guys have any honorable mentions that you would like to say? Oh, do you want to do that at the beginning, or do you want to do it at the, like, do you want to do that right before let's one? Let's do it right before, yeah. Yeah, okay. let's do it yeah. right before. So, um, I agree. I know do I do. honorable mentions? Yeah. All right, so just rattle them off, and we'll see if we get mad at you. Hereditary. Mid- oh, oh. Already already <laughs> Mid-90s. Love, Simon. Vice. Eighth grade, won't you be my neighbor? Oh my God. Blind spotting, Green Book, the favorite, and you were never really here. Okay, that wow. Um, mine. I'll, I'll say mine next because yours yours will be more interesting than mine because I have like three. Okay. So mine is Suspiria because uh-huh. an honorable mention because it was an interesting movie for sure, but yeah. not that good. Yeah. Um. Disappointing. Uh, you were never really here because mm-hmm. I feel like it was. It it was an incredible film, but um, needed some was a little bit too long for yeah, what it sure. was, and I had one more. You were never really here, by the way. Is a Joaquin Phoenix kind of small mm-hmm. art film. That it also out. runs under an hour about and thirty a, minutes. A lot of mm-hmm. years ago, and I still think it's a little too long. Yeah, I forgot what the cool. third one was. Um, so nine. Annihilation. What? Oh my god. <laughs> uh, Creed 2. I thought Creed 2 was excellent. Uh, Black Clansman. What? Island Dogs. What? Uh, a Star is Born. You were never really here. Ronda. Yeah. Uh, Star, what? Star to Bother You. And Black Clansman. What? Yeah. What? So, what? Uh, I have reasonings. Listen, okay. Okay. Before y'all get mad at me. I care about Annihilation and yeah, no, Sorry okay, to Bother here's the You. Thing. Before you get mad at me, these are my top 10 favorite movies. Like, the movies that I am going to go okay. back to. I see what you're saying. Forever. I see what you're saying. And so, 
The hardest movies that I worked for me to not put in my top 10 were 100% Saturday Wilder and Annihilation. Yeah. Those movies hit me so hard. And I have reasons why Saturday Wilder is not my top 10. Um, but we'll go, we'll cross that road when we get there. Okay. Um, so yeah, those are my honorable mentions. Yeah, we should, we should, we'll talk about those. <laughs> when, uh, when uh when they're on our top tens okay spoiler so, alert i let's uh so let's start talking about the top 10 boys okay um so what, Jesse, what, a, what a better place to start but with 10 so let's do butter boy who's it's your turn okay so let's, let's talk about so what's your, let's just do number 10. Okay. What is your number 10 film of the year? Okay, so to start, like, my list, I'll also just, um, like Alex, I'll pitch my philosophy for making yeah. this list. Yeah, absolutely. And um, my my reasoning for, um, my, my reasoning for making my top 10 list is, like, not necessarily on quality or popularity or how, like, good a film is yeah. on a more objective sense, but it's like you, like, my favorite films. And how, I and how I define it is by how much it kind of, like, blew me away by, like, I've never seen something yeah. like that before. Something that just kind of, like, boggles my mind. Yeah. Also, with the top 10, I have not seen very many movies this year. And I, I, and just the ten that I've seen, I feel like I wish I had watched them all again and kind of thought it through. Yeah. So it feels very well, much. Really have so much time. Yeah. So it's it's a limited amount of time. So, um, so there's I definitely have some like ones that are kind of like just like fit in here yeah. that are movies that were like these are significant for me, but yeah. I wish they weren't on my top ten. Yeah, sure. So number ten is one of those movies, but it was a really important film for me. Uh -huh. and that was Upgrade. So oh, yeah, okay. that's that's number ten. Yeah. And it was, um, I really liked this film because it surprised me by how interesting it was. Yeah. Um, and just a movie, I liked it that it was a movie that no one was going to talk about. Yeah. So it kind of was important to me that I had, it was cool to me to have such a genuine reaction to something mm -hmm. that no one was probably going to care right. about after yeah. like that short like runtime period. And like, that's interesting because like, I, I like Upgrade, but I don't think, like, I think, do you think that you liked it more because it surprised you? Like, you think it, like, you weren't expecting a movie like that, and, like, that's why you liked it so much? I think, yeah, I think... Because, like, for me, like, I, I heard you talk about it, and I heard, like, oh, I saw it kind of late. Like, I saw it, you know, a couple months ago. Yeah, me too. And, right. And, uh, like, I liked it. I thought it was fun, but it didn't, like, it wasn't, like, I didn't, like, absolutely love it. I think because I was already, like, prepared for like what i was about to see you know so right. like i i don't think it like it didn't blew me away yeah or anything like that i think one of the things that um really fun movie this is a sideways way to answer that question so like i'll get to what you what you just asked but i'm going to start from a different place uh -huh. so like I, with a lot of the movies that I've watched, I'm also watching it from the experience that I had when I watched them, yeah. which is not necessarily doing the movie a great justice. Because it's not like, to me, I wish I could have done this top 10 when I was looking at the movie and, and assessing them just as the movie. Yeah. Isolated to just the movie, being familiar yeah. and knowing the shots and stuff, stuff like that. Yeah. But it has to be a little bit more personal yeah. for this kind of top 10 list, it's just for like the thing that, that we're doing. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Uh, in the future, I'm probably going to be, have more like, like dedicate more time to it so I can yeah. do more stuff like yeah. that. And I might go back to doing it more like personal top 10 list. But for this film, this film was definitely a personal movie experience that made it so special to mm -hmm. me because I went in with a friend and we started watching it and it was garbage, you know? Yeah. And then we, we continued to watch this film and had like this amazing experience. Yeah. We're just like, what the fuck? That yeah. was awesome. Yeah. 
And yeah, this is such <laughs> trash. Then it kind of, then it kind of gets, it kind of grabs you, like it yeah. puts its fangs in you. Yeah. And you're the, like, oh, I kind of understand what's the, going on. The now. fight sequences, yeah, are yeah. amazing. Are a lot of fun. I just wanted more of it. I yeah. think that's what it left me a little hanging because I wanted more of the awesome, intuitive like action sequences that were yeah. in this movie. I just and wanted like, more the, of it. The, the world design was honestly terrible, in my opinion. I, I, actually like I, that. I, I like think, that. like, when the guy, when the main character, he's heading down to, like, the 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 nerdy scientist guy's place, and he, like, opens, <laughs> like, like a random door. It's cool. so weird. It's I, like, I like what is, what is cool. this? This is supposed to be, like, the future. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're making this, like, weird sci-fi. Like, like, the blue movie kind of quality to it. That was, like, my favorite thing about it. Yeah, I, 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 I... Like, you know, like, yeah. Like, that was my favorite thing about it. I thought it was I, cool. I just thought it was kind of drab. I was hoping they'd yeah, do a little sure. more with it. S sure. See, the thing to me is, I don't think Upgrade's a good movie, to be honest. I think it definitely is a B movie. And I can't really claim like going for that, that it's like, yeah, well, I don't even know if it's, like, intentionally bad. <laughs> I wouldn't even give it that credit. What yeah. I would give it credit is that it did something I've never seen before. Yeah. And I think that the fights, and that would that was, like, the fight sequence where they took something that I'd seen a million times before in like Blade Runner and like Terminator right. and all that kind of yeah. stuff. And they did something that was just like, I would never ever think that yeah. I would see that on screen. Right. Like, so it was it was just really cool to have that experience yeah. in a movie that shouldn't have had that in it. You yeah. know who directed it? No. Leigh Whannell, who um, wrote and starred in Saw. Oh, interesting. And he wrote Insidious as well. So wait, which which guy in Saw was that? Was that one of the guys in the yeah, opening? Not Doctor Gordon, the other guy. So not the not like Desperado, the guy from, um, uh, you know, Beauty and the Beast, whatever it's called, uh, Princess Bride. <laughs> no. Beauty and the Beast, whatever it's called, Princess Bride. That's anyway. Carrie Ellis. Yeah. And that's Doctor Gordon. Yeah. Gotcha. The other guy. Um, yeah, I don't remember okay. his face. Cool. Number ten. Yeah, upgrade. number ten upgrade for All me. Right. Andrew, what's your number 10? Do I need to go? <laughs> Paddington 2. Oh, oh wow. Dude, that... I'm so happy. Fucking... Okay. I... This movie's so fucking good. Just I go. fucking love it. It's and so no one talks about it's it. It's so good. It's that, I wonderful. Saw that later. I saw that after I made the top 10. So. This is... This is like Wes Anderson for little children. Yeah, it's oh, cool. such a good movie. It's such a great movie. I, I love the first Paddington. And this movie, like, these Paddington movies are just so motherfucking charming. Like, they are so, they're like the definition of wholesome. Yeah. Like, like mm -hmm. they are just so lighthearted, so much fun. And it's directed, like, so fucking good yeah. like it it gives carrie grant plays the i mean sorry hugh grant fuck it's like yeah. carrie grant different different Bow time period <laughs> shit hugh grant it's just so good he has to come back to do that <laughs> too he came back to life hugh grant plays the villain in this movie yeah, so he's and he's there's a villain in paddington fucking yeah. hilarious <laughs> he's so good oh, he so riffs good. on all of his older roles yeah. that he yeah, does it's so it's funny, so funny. Yeah, it's such a great movie there's a reason why this movie has a I think it 
It has, a, it has a 99 on Rotten oh, Tomatoes. Wow. Wow. So this, this movie is like legit. I'm yes, not, okay, okay. Incredible. You guys got to school me a little bit because I don't know a single fucking thing about this little yeah. bear. So, Paddington <laughs> Bear is a... This is a, uh, you know, it's a Based off of film. a children's novel. It's a foreign film in the sense of, like, it's a British film. Oh, gotcha. Paddington Bear is a very popular British toy. It's yeah. like a... It's a, you know, it's kind of like a Winnie the Pooh. Like, I like yeah. to compare it to, like, Winnie the Pooh for, like, Great Britain. Yes. Uh, so, like, he is this, you know, English talking, you know, talking bear, like, this really wholesome Very charming, bear. very charming bear, too. And on the first one, he, you know, gets adopted by a, uh, this English family, and then the second one. Yeah, in the second one, what happens is he... <laughs> He tries to find, if I'm mistaken, because I've only seen it once, but yeah. I remember leaving the theater just absolutely blown away. Yeah. Uh, he has to find something that his Aunt Lucy gave him. Oh, right, a, right, who's right, a, right, Who's right. another bear. So, like, like, the plot is just so wholesome. Wait, so he's, so, give me, give me the physics of this world that we're in. Because okay, so, I always well, thought that, Paddington that was, was so, a stuffed well, animal. Well, that's what's so crazy about it. It's just yeah. a CGI bear. Yeah. Like, it's, it's. You know, it's a live action, like, CGI So thing. in this world, there's just talking animals? Well, well, or just, it, just Paddington? Yeah. It's just Paddington. It's just the well, Paddington it, family. Well, the opening, one of the best opening scenes of Killers movie is in the first one. Yeah, when, when he's, he's in, he's all in Darkest the Paddington Peru. Bears, like, they have, there's a whole world. And it is so fucking gorgeous. Like, it's insane. And basically, he, you know, loses his family, and he ends up... You know, wait. Having... So, so are they like in the woods, or do they live yeah, in like little in houses? Okay. In, so this in... is like a wild ass bear that yeah. is just conscious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, it's that like, has just it's... come to the city. Yeah. They're, 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 like, they're from like... darkest Peru. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is darkest Peru. What? What is that? Like, no, it's... so basically, basically, in the second one, so he's happily settled with like the Brown family, and he Paddington goes to buy this pop-up book for his aunt lucy who now lives at this home for retired bears okay and wait like in the city yeah. not in darkest peru no in the in in england okay she she moves to the does this happen often that the the old once they get old they move to england they they move to they move to the home for retired bears jesse it's so wholesome. Man, this it's is so this good. is a surreal experience. No, so, so basically, <laughs> basically, he goes and he buys her this pop-up book, but then it gets stolen. Yeah, and like who could it be? But Phoenix Buchanan, played by Hugh Grant, yeah. in a glorious and so he role. He tries to get the pop-up wow. back. It's like this really. It's just. It's so silly. So funny. It's so so fun. Like it's just. It's so heartwarming. And it's like it's such a great movie. Like if you guys are, if you guys have kids, nieces, nephews. Paddington 1 and 2 are excellent family films. Like 100%. One of the best family movies I've seen in quite some time. And that's wow. why it's on my top 10. Well, yeah, that's, 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 that's great. A good one. Honestly, it's great to have like a top 10 list that's like, because I don't like it when people have like their movies based on the genres that they like. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, and yeah. it's just like, it's just like, I, I like it better when people do it more about like, I looked yeah. at all genres and found the best movies from all the films coming out. Yeah. And, all right. Yeah. So that's that's really cool. I'll have to watch that. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. That's a, that's a double feature that we gotta do. Oh, boy, that would be fun. That would be fun. So be fun. Um, all right. So, my number 10 is Avengers Infinity War. Okay, okay, cool. All right. I didn't uh, think it was, now, it was gonna I, happen. So, I go, you know, I go to a few drafts of my top 10. Yeah. And this movie just felt for me that it had to be on there for a couple reasons. One, 
it is one of, it is the most entertaining movie I saw all year. Like hands down. Like I like like it's so much fun. If like, we're talking scene, about scene, scene. But the reason why I think it should be on my top ten is it's a movie like it's a cinematic achievement in a way that so true. It's so crazy. Like, so it's true. a cinematic thing that I never thought was ever possible. Let alone, like, this movie has been let up for almost, ten, like, 10 years of movies have led up to this one movie. And for it to be this ambitious and this, like, just really just well executed, like, the action scenes are so much fun. Each character has their, like, own moment. Like, we don't really want to talk about Legends of the because, like, you know, you gotta uh, watch it spoiler free. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, I don't know what you're doing, but like, I'm pretty sure you've seen it. But uh, like, it's just for me, it's just such a fun movie. And if I was like, I just didn't, it didn't feel right to me to not have it on my top ten because I've seen it like three times. I bought it on Blu-ray. I like rewatched it a couple times on Blu-ray. I think it's just such a fun film, and I can't freaking wait. Yeah, so, I think I'm, I'm really like I'm that. really glad that you you put that on your top 10 because I just I could never do it And so but it's such an important film even if it's just a film I think a lot of the importance of that film is in the context of 2018 yeah. and we well, might yeah, look back yeah, exactly, and we might look yeah. back in 20 years and our kids well, will be like yeah. you guys like shit movies so that's But why, like it's really important to us right now. That's how yeah. I made this list is like 2018, what are the movies that I'm going to look back on? Like, yeah. What are the movies that I'm going to like, wow, I had such a great time. That had such an impact on me. That's just going to be more, without a doubt. Yeah. Like, I'm going to remember that. I'm going to be like, I remember that was crazy shit. Like, yeah. just this, like, it was an event, you know? And, like, for it to live up to the hype was crazy. That's Did, like didn't we all go and see that movie yeah. all mm-hmm. together? Yeah. yeah, that was so much you, fun. You got, you, had you guys both seen it before when we went? You had. No, I yeah, had. Yeah, no, we went. Well, I took you, mm-hmm. so we saw it. I yeah. saw it once. Remember, you couldn't go the opening night. Oh, yeah. So Why I couldn't I, took I go? I took what you happened? the next night. I loved it so much when I saw it the next night. What well, happened? Then, we, then we all went together. You had work. I had work? Yeah. yeah that yeah. makes sense. That's such a bummer. But yeah, that's how I ever could. The Avengers Infinity War. That's... You know, for college-age guys, that's probably the most important <laughs> film of the year, to be honest. Sure, sure, like, sure. Well, we'll get into we'll, I don't agree, but we'll get into I, I, I think you may be right. Um, all right, so what's your number nine? <laughs> and we're back to me? Waterboy. Okay. Yeah. Um. So my number nine is A Quiet Place. Oh, hell yeah. All right. Okay, that's an auto mention. I forgot to mention that. Yeah. yeah, I love A Quiet Place. Great movie. Um, a, a Quiet Place, A Quiet Place, and, and uh, um, Upgrade are two movies that um I I adore, mm-hmm. but I wish weren't on my top ten. If that makes sense, yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, they're yeah. they're movies no, I, I completely understand. they suit they're suit as important movies that I liked a lot, yeah. but I think that there are better movies out there. A yeah. Quiet Place though is an interesting film because I think that it's really good because it takes a a well you know perfected um like format you know and structure of a film yeah and does something really cool and innovative yeah. with it yeah and i think that that's that's like that's it's it's really exciting to kind of yeah. like see something like that again it's not it, it's not doing very any simple. kind of story structures it's, it's not movie. like blowing your mind it's just and it's like it's a movie that like after i saw it, it's just like you know that's a movie that you kind of watch and when you watch it again you might lose some of like the adrenaline I to did. it i did you did so I've seen yeah it i'm twice, curious about and the it. first time i thought it was a it's, I still think it's a very well-made thriller. Yeah. I really think... Dr. Sinsky did a 
fantastic job directing yeah. that movie. For his, one of his first debut films, I thought he did an excellent job. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so, yeah, it kind of did lose me a little bit, but I still enjoy it. I yeah. still think it's a solid movie. I think that, um, you know, the fact that it relies on a minimal amount of gore yeah. And still, you know, is kinda able is. to make you kind of that opening scene, sweat man. and Damn. jump a bit. Yeah. That opening like, scene is wild. It's quite yeah. impressive. I think yeah. I think that it kind of um it is kind of like taking it it's just a it's a it's a movie that is kind of like accepting the trending horror themes yeah, that are going right. on right now yeah, and it does a good job with it. Absolutely. So it's again, it's 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 a it's a creature of the time. It's yeah. taking advantage of it. He did a really yeah. good job directing it. Yeah. Um and one of my favorite aspects of the quiet place is the idea of like what that movie really is about. It's yeah. about what would you do for your kids? Mm-hmm. Like how like that really got to me. Like, yeah. If you've seen the ending to that movie, man, that, I mean, it hit me like a pile of bricks. Like, yeah. The, the scene, you know, I don't want to spoil it if you guys haven't seen it, but like, the scene with Dr. Vinci at the end of the movie that broke my heart. Yeah. And it's so, and that kind of reveals what the movie is about. Yeah. And it's like, it, that's what made that movie kind of above any kind of fun horror movie that I saw this year. Yeah. Um, I'm so, just I'm just yeah. surprised that no one had ever thought of the concept before. Yeah, yeah. honestly, like, it is kind of surprising. I remember we saw the trailer, like, long before it was It was like, so exciting. And we look at each other like, that is one of the best. Like, that is such a good premise. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, how has that not been thought of? I think that um, it's, it's good that they would do a movie with a limitation like that because yeah. it shows how like I love the setting too. Yeah, it's great. That yeah. it, it was it was just a, it's a great example of how t- to make like a good film. It's just like limit yourself a little bit. Yeah. Uh think of an idea that like you wouldn't do normally and make something great. Right. So, yeah. Cool. Easy good film. Yeah. Yeah. What's your number nine? So my number 9 is The Tale, which Okay, I've never heard of the movie. No saw T A L E, The Tale. Okay. Um and it's it was premiered on HBO. Okay. And it's with uh, Laura Dern and oh, uh, one of our friends, Elizabeth movie, uh, Elizabeth DeBecky, yeah, okay. you know, from Widows. Yeah. She's in it, uh, and the kid from from Gravity Falls, the kid who the guy who plays Dipper, is also in okay. it. Oh, cool. Yeah, um, but it's some heartbreaking shit. So basically, it's it's a it's a film memoir almost. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a the one of our friends, one of the Laura Dern plays. Um, Jennifer, um, mm-hmm. and she, Love Laura Dern. you know, it's about her experience of going through, you know, sexual trauma and abuse and, you know, having to like deal with that. But what's amazing about this film is that like, this is an, ex- you know, this, this, ha- this movie is basically like, a, it's a true story. Like this mm-hmm. happened to the director, Jennifer Fox. Um, she's like primarily known for documentaries, but for her to like come out with this and to explore like trauma. In such personal. an insightful and yeah. personal way, yeah, it's so it's an heartbreaking. HBO. It's an HBO film. I'll have to check that out. I wow. I think you know no one saw it, but I think it's one of the best movies of the year. Cool, cool, awesome. Cool. That's, See, a... that's what I like. Like this is great. Like we all have very different picks. Yeah, so it's so far. good. It's so, so good. I was worried right. it was just going to be like the same thing all the way through. Yeah. So Lagger Guide is a movie that I thought I was never going to like in a million years. The favorite. This, oh, is a, is so this is a excellent movie. This, this is, is uh, directed by Yorgos Lanthimos. Uh, Yorgos right? Lanthimos, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, real quick, 
This guy is behind movies like The Lobster, Toyota Saving Gear, and a movie called Dogtooth. Uh, I have grown to appreciate this guy immensely. I actually think he's one of the best filmmakers working today. Like, I genuinely think that. When I first saw The Lobster, it didn't resonate with me. Watch it again. Fucking brilliant. Uh, Killian Saving Gear, amazing. Uh, this movie is my favorite movie of his. Ooh. Because, because <laughs> it's... Well, I'll be interested in what you think of it. Because it's... I'm so upset. Well, this is why. This is why. Jesse, you've got to see it. This is, this is why. So, and before I say this, congratulations to the favorite. Because this is a very odd movie. And it's getting a lot of Oscar nominations and a lot yeah. of buzz. I think that's great. Your boss, my man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Um, but, uh, so... <laughs> This is a period piece, and if you guys know me, I fucking hate period pieces. <laughs> I will never, I'll never see anything like Mary Queen of Scots. Hell no, never, never will see that. I don't care how good it is, I'll never see it. This movie, Yorgos takes this. He has this really unique vision to this movie that I just absolutely ate up. Like I think this movie is darkly funny. Uh, it has the best last shot of the year. Um, last shot of this movie is absolutely amazing. It's one of those last shots where you're like, what the fuck did I just see? Oh. And it's really great. And uh, Olivia Coleman, I think she'll win Best Actress for The Queen. She is so amazing. Emma Stone and Rachel Wise did, like, these incredible performances. I love both those actresses. And the, it's a really... Uh, contained movie it's it's only set like five rooms yeah pretty and it's much. like the way that Yorgos directed it is it's very like it's not your stereotypical period piece you know most period pieces have these sweeping wide shots of like all these sets look at the fucking this chandeliers very yes and this is very intimate and it's very personal and it's about uh all i want to say is it's about what i got out of this movie is it's about the, the idea of we're all human beings, we're all the same, but we're all different at the same time. Yeah. And I kind of got that uh, theme, yeah. like, coming through, and it was so beautiful. I think this is his most well-crafted movie, his yeah. most straight-to-the-point movie. That's why I'm interested in, like, it's not as abstract as The Lobster or Killian Sinner It's very straightforward, but done in such a beautiful way. It's fucking hilarious. It has one of the funniest scenes in the movie. Uh, or of the, the year when the queen is walking and tells one of her guards to look at her and then like she look at me look at me stop stop looking at me like she just has this like <laughs> ego about her that's so incredible to watch i i absolutely love this movie if you guys have not seen the favorite highly recommend what what really kind of blew my mind after watching the favorite was the fact that like i looked it up afterwards it's based off of like real people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which, and, is, which is actually like adds this really funny layer to the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but and also uh, like um, also why I love this too is it, to me it kind of pokes fun at how stupid period drawings can be sometimes. Like some of the story elements are like, and some of the characters like Nicholas Holt's character in the movie, oh the way God. he talks and the way he acts is such like a. It's almost like. Yorgos he's like, yes, is, I am yeah. British. Yeah, he's <laughs> making fun of the fact of, like, and because something that happens to that character is, like, very obvious that he's trying to, like, 
Hero pieces are kind of dumb. Like, I don't know. That's what I got out of it. Yeah. I think that's why I enjoyed it so much. But, yeah, yeah, so great. Okay, so let me say my piece on this uh-huh. because I haven't seen it and it's devastating. <laughs> and, um, because you're a good Yorgos fan. Yorgos, his name is Yorgos Lathimos, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, my favorite directors yeah. are like David Lynch, you know, yeah. those people. Park yeah. Chan Wook is another modern director. Yeah. But, probably, without a doubt, my most, my favorite up-and-coming director yeah, um, that I've seen yeah. all his movies yeah, is yeah. Yorgos. I think Denny gonna move on the arrival blade on the 2049. Yeah. I think he has the eggs for me, but Yorgos is definitely... Yeah. Like, he's, here's what I like... This, I here's guy. what I like more about him is that he makes a movie like like isolated from the rest of the world yeah. he like pick, makes a script and he's right. just like i want to make this movie and it's right. just like what the fuck o- yeah, well, okay right. i guess right. we'll make this movie and he yeah. makes it and it's fucking awesome yeah, yeah. every time i watched the lobster and for me that was just like i uh it like got me back into cinema it's yeah. just like this is how movies should be yeah. made so <laughs> i am i'm incredibly upset yeah that i can't say a single fucking thing well, about the favorite this podcast, we'll, we'll, we'll do a separate review just for me, yeah, Jesse's yeah. Jesse's like well, cathartic, the favorite. the favorite review. Alrighty, so that's what I got. I'm glad it's on there. So Is it on what? your list? It's on my it's on my honorable mentions. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, you mentioned it. I, I forgot about I was that. Like, what? But uh, so what's I've your seen number so many movies. eight? I I'm probably. excited about my number eight because cool. it's kind of um an interesting discussion topic because my number eight is Black Klansman. Okay. Woo-hoo. Um. So. Black Plainsman, I think, is a really incredible film. Mm-hmm. And when I saw it, I, I watched it and I was just like, that's my number one for sure. Uh-huh. And it's number eight right now. Yeah. So you may be asking, that doesn't make sense mathematically. <laughs> and here's my reason why. I think Spike Lee's a shitbag. And I don't yeah. think he... I And even though I love this movie so much, it did make my number eight, but I don't think he deserves recognition anymore because he's a shitbag. <laughs> here's why I think he's a shitbag. Because... He's very entitled. Because I, I think he makes great movies and yeah. he's made some super important film do yeah. the right thing mainly yeah. that like all, that alone doesn't matter anything else Malcolm he does X. he may do the right thing and Malcolm X and those yeah. two things are so important to our culture and right. our history and film yeah. that it's just like he has to be recognized despite yeah. all the other shitty things yeah. that he does but I am not I'm not I can't ethically support him anymore after <laughs> I heard the story of what he did to like the old boy people yeah. honestly because it sounds like to me, and again, I've only read a little bit, but it just disturbed me so deeply yeah. that the kind of person that Spike Lee is, is that he will go out of his way to like shut smaller artists down to progress his own idea, which yeah. is unacceptable yeah. to me. It doesn't yeah. matter how great of movies you make. You can honestly, like, I, I, I it's just, just like, see. you can be more of an asshole. You can be entitled. Yeah. You can be a dick to everybody. Yeah. And if you make a good movies, I'll like your movies. I won't like you. Right. But I can't support someone <laughs> yeah. who is not willing to support the film industry. Right. Wait, not, so could you give me a rundown of this old boy thing? I yeah. Never heard okay. About so it. Let, this is, this is what I heard about old boy. So, um, which and, is a remake of a classic, uh, yeah. for a, Korean, Korean, right? Yeah, Korean. Yeah, Korean film. So it makes me, it, it disappoints me if, if like, yeah, that, like, he would make this film that he would just do kind of as, yeah, like, a money project. Yeah, the idea old boy yeah. is dumb. Like, you're yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Park, Chan, Park Chan-wook made one of the greatest films of all time yeah. with old boy. A lot of people, exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. And, and then he just shat all over its yeah. legacy. Yeah. He's yeah. cult. 
huge pole hook. Yeah, pole and hook. and I, I, but yeah, I can forgive him for making a shitty movie for a cash grab. Don't respect sure. it, but I it's like I can get over that. Yeah. What really pissed me off yeah. is when I heard about this deal he had with the guy who made the poster. So he hired a guy to do um to do like to you know make some posters for him and yeah. he made like over a couple of months make a series of like a couple of posters yeah. and they said it's just like if spike lee really wants likes one of these we'll you know like give you like some money for it uh-huh. um oh, so this guy was just like okay yeah fuck yeah i want to make a spike yeah. lee film yeah. so he put a whole bunch of work onto it he put it on there and basically what happens they said spike lee really did like this um here's this really small amount of money that like isn't like even is less than the amount you make from a daily photo shoot that you've worked months and months on for a Spike Lee film and uh, we're going to take all of them and he said it's like I'm not going to do that and uh, and they were just like fuck you for not wanting to do this just for the exposure of it and then and and they didn't (laughs) even give him that money and then he went on the story doesn't end there he puts his he puts his things on Facebook to like for public opportunity and says like just to say like hey I made this fuck Spike Lee and um and then Spike Lee's company take those posters, put them on their Facebook, and put copyright Spike Lee on it. <laughs> Spike Lee goes on to dismiss. It's like I've never heard about this guy who's made the poster before. He's just messing with me, which you know to me really made me yeah. mad because it sounded a lot like the "Sorry to bother you" with uh, Bootsy Collins, yeah. <laughs> Boots <laughs> Riley, uh, about uh, about the how problematic Black Black yeah. Klansman is. Which all that came together to say it's just like that's enough right. for me. It doesn't yeah. matter how untrue this yeah. is. This connects that Spike Lee is dismissing the truth of those things, and I don't want to support someone like yeah. that. I mean, I've always thought Spike Lee was kind of like just the way you look at him. Yeah, like, he has his aura got him. Like I am smarter than all of you. And it's I, so I hate people like that. It's um, so disappointing. Black being said, Black Clansman is a very, very good film. That's what makes me so and upset because I love Black Clansman. It's a very good I movie. Love it. And, like, so the good. only reason that why I'm good about like my top ten is I just I think it's the problem I have with most Spike Lee films is it's just like beat you over the head with it. Yeah, and if I'm also being honest. The main character, kind of boring. Like, I don't really know anything about that character. Yeah. Like, he, was just, he kind of just felt like a vessel for yeah. the movie to go through, which yeah. isn't my cup of tea. I, I totally see but that. But I still think it's very... I like, totally it, see that. Real, when it ended, it had a crazy impact on me. Yeah. And it's one of the most talked about movies of the year. So I think it deserves to be in the top ten. And yeah. I'm glad that it is getting the recognition. Because it is a very ambitious movie. It yeah. is a very polarizing movie. And I like when movies like that are talked about. It's yeah. cool. I, uh, that being said, sparkly, fuck you. So honestly, it's it's partially on there because I liked the liked it as a film, but yeah. it's also on there just so I can have a chance to shit on Spike Lee for a little bit. <laughs> because I think it deserves that. Also, yeah. let me also um about all that information about like that, that movie poster guides, yeah. I have not done the research on that. Right. So I can't say with hundred percent certain well, that I mean, that he's was also all true. I mean saying Spike Lee's an asshole is not it's I mean, it's not as controversial. No, as you yeah, think. people, yeah, yeah. Most people like, are kind of like it's kind of sketchy. Things. Yeah, he's kind of a sketchy guy. I mean, you like old boy, you're a fucking idiot. The problem. The so, pro- anyway, the problem. The, the, this is it, to me. It's this is the biggest problem with the movie industry. It's not about the big. Um, well, the big problem that I don't like is that it's 
essentially a form of censorship, you know, where people people yeah. who have the money and have the authority can make whatever they want and make right. the shitty films and tell people yeah. that it's just like, no, this isn't bad yeah. and aren't willing to discuss it and is. think that they have the ultimate truth to yeah. say, well, I can go through all this and pretend and like yeah. and shut down people discussing my movies and then make something that's really good yeah. and say, just look at just look at the good stuff. Don't don't discuss my character and stuff. And it's just like, no, no, yeah. I'm so not OK <laughs> with that. All right. So, moving on yeah losing all the black clubs we might be talking about that again but uh yeah. all right Drew, what is your number eight my number eight is roma cool roma okay cool i i love I roma. I knew, I this um too. monorable mention for you right yeah i got i haven't seen it as usual Fuck that oh, really? yeah. Yeah. yeah i saw it uh just, just a couple weeks ago yeah and it just it just blew me away. It was just a really kind of like quiet movie. It's very it's about this family. Um, yeah, I um, think it's yeah. What it's really in, well directed. It's incredibly directed, and I think what impressed me most was the lead performance yes. by um, yeah, Yalitza uh, Prishia. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a. I'm looking at it, and I don't even know yeah. how I would. Aparicio. Aparicio. Yeah. What she, a cool her, name. So she plays the maid um, for this uh, middle class, upper middle class family living in Mexico City yeah. Yeah. in the 1970s. Yeah. And basically. And it's a very personal film. Yes. You know why? So it's it's based off of Alfonso Caron. Alfonso Caron's <laughs> life. Um, and he actually dedicated the movie to, to his, his name. Yes. And, yeah. Is, is that the director? Yeah, Alfonso Caron is the director. He's yeah. the guy who did, you know, he did Gravity. He did E. Tulanga Kalyan. Oh, did, really? Uh, Children of Men. Yeah, this is a... Oh, my God. That yeah, movie's dope as shit. Men, one of the best sci-fi movies. Ever. Sci-fi? Yeah, oh, this like guy's a, all over the place. apocalyptic And then he, you know what's also funny? Oh, it's he a... did the best Harry Potter movie. Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. He did Whoa. that too. He's very good. He's I very have to, I have so this guy. What really wasn't just the performances and kind of like the slow meditative style that he took with the movie. Yeah. But, um, even though there's not much of a story, you really get a sense of like time and place. There's a crazy yeah. scene uh, oh. where they're searching for um, yeah, for a crib for a, for a baby yeah. that's go that you know that's yeah. due. And a fucking riot breaks out, and yes. the way that it's staged yes. is really intense and really impressive. So that's a great point. And what like what my favorite thing about Roma is it's made you know from like what, hearing Alfonso Cuarón. Like I saw this movie and I saw interviews with Alfonso Cuarón and him talking about it, and it made yeah. me appreciate the movie more. That usually doesn't happen with me. And him talking about he made this whole movie through uh, memory. And that's Ooh. what it feels like. It feels like you're watching someone's, like, memory. And it's, like, really, actually, extremely fascinating. And it's a very, like, touching and kind of heartbreaking yeah. movie. There's um, a there's a scene. Uh, there are two scenes at, at a hospital that yes. absolutely made me, like, cry. One of them is, yeah, it's the saddest scene of the year. There's yeah. one scene of that. But, like, he made it for his name that did a lot for him growing up because and that just make he made a movie for somebody like you know how some movies say like for whatever yeah this really felt like a it was love for someone to someone and it's just so it's a beautiful movie yeah. there's a scene on a beach Ugh. that 
killed me. But yeah. it's so the, amazing. And it's not one of these overdramatic movies. No. It's very subtle. It's very, like, you're peering in this, like, these... It is really it, does feel like a window. Is it kind of like the Florida Project? In that yeah, kind of feel? Yeah, it, yeah, it has kind of, like, that's, fly yeah, on the wall. Point. It has that kind of, like, fly on the wall feel yeah. where you're just... Yeah. You feel like you're just watching these people, Even like, do their so, thing. Though, that's a great... There's barely any close-ups in Rona. It's very, like, you're kind of... Wa- it's like you're watching just these things kind of unfold what, in yeah. front of you. What's, what's really beautiful. ultimately Black the most white, impressive yeah. thing about Roma... And Drew's wielding a Swedish fish while he's talking about this. <laughs> to me, is Alfonso Caron. He uh, he wrote, directed, produced, edited, yeah. and did the cinematography yeah. for this movie. So You're he, kidding so me. It's very personal. Like It's, he, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's How many what, of years of his life were in, put into yeah, this? Yeah, right. I think like Whoa. a year, like a whole year. Yeah. And like that to me <laughs> actually like brought a career like that. It's yeah. like that's kind of amazing. Like, I love to do that. Like, make a movie about someone really important in my life and tell their story, like, in yeah. the right way. Like, I don't know. It's super... I, I, I think that movie's excellent. It's on uh, Netflix. Love it. All y'all go have an excuse not to watch it. It's on Netflix. Yeah, that's a... That's 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 that's, that's pretty cool. I yeah. love movies like that. All right. I'll watch it. So, my number eight is Won't You Be My Neighbor? <laughs> the Mr. Rogers documentary. <laughs> um, this film is amazing. Uh, if I... This is the film that hit me the hardest emotionally. Uh, the ending to this movie makes people cry. Uh, the whole theater that I saw it in, people were bawling. Wow. Like, hysterically mm-hmm. bawling. Like, it is such an amazing documentary about one of the nicest, kindest people in the world and what i love about this movie is yeah it's a movie about mr rogers we all love mr rogers um but the, the why i love this movie is that it's a, it does what great documentaries do it really shows who the man was like as he wasn't a perfect human being no one's a perfect human being and the way that they go into his dark side a little bit and the way that uh, they told how he got mr rogers neighborhood started and stuff like that is super fascinating yeah uh and the way that it like delves into the show and like his connection to the show and, like why certain things were in the show that was a re- reflect or was a reflection of his own life was really because as a fan of mr rogers like growing up uh weird anecdote uh he held me as a baby He's what? From, so he's from Pittsburgh. Whoa. Yeah, he's from Pittsburgh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Whoa. From Pittsburgh. And my dad tells a crazy story of this is later in his life. This is like 2002. He's older. You know, he, yeah. he died in 2005, I think. I, th- I think so, or three. Yeah, Five yeah. or three. So he was kind of towards the end of his life. And my dad was at the airport and he was holding me as a baby. And, the, and he was like, he was at the airport and he was putting a. His stuff in the car, and Mr. Rogers just walked up to my dad and was like, Hey, do you need help? And my dad had a fucking connection. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Yeah. Like, he was like, Oh my God, like, Mr. Rogers, like, hey, like, how are you doing? And he held me, he like held me to like help my dad, you know, put bags in. Whoa. And that story <laughs> to me is like, me, imagine me watching that movie, right? Yeah. It's like, this man was just. Like, who does that? You know what I mean? Whoa. He was just such a nice guy, and, uh, yeah, he... So, this movie really hit me, and fuck the Academy. 
Fuck the Incredibles. Yeah. For that, this movie. that movie should You're have been nominated. Fucking, like, what the hell? Like, seriously? I don't want to talk about the Oscars. <laughs> but, uh, like, well, that is so dumb. Well, I'm, so, I'm, uh, glad, you got, I'm yeah. glad you said that. One of my... I'm trying to find it on Blu-ray. I can't find it. <laughs> I'm gonna have to order it. <laughs> one of my one of my favorite scenes from that movie is actually when Francois uh, Clemens, yeah. he he's like remembering Mister Rogers, mm-hmm. um, and there's it's like a light. They're telling like lighthearted stories of like. Uh... Yeah, but also the fact that like Mister Rogers like accept you know accepted him like as a gay black Dude, man he was, in like well, the he 1960s was a pioneer, like yeah. in the world of tv like he the shit that he had on his show was very edgy like for 1970s mm-hmm. children programming mm-hmm. and he was just a pioneer man like the definition of it he's so, like it's such a great movie it's such a great documentary and it's beyond the fact that it's about you know a great guy and a very interesting guy it's a amazingly well movie. There's amazing animated sequences in the yeah. movie. It's a really great movie. There's nothing like a good documentary yes, to capture yes, a person's life. You know, and in these divided times, it's great to, you yes. know, have a reminder about someone who was just good. Yeah, just a need, good I man. We need someone you know? more yeah. than ever. We need Mr. Rogers in our... We need someone like Mr. Rogers yeah. in this day and age. Yeah. yeah. So that, you know, is very emotional too, watching it. But <laughs> Alright, so Jesse, what is your number eight? Well, fuck. Uh, seven, right? Or uh, yeah, seven. <laughs> <laughs> My number seven is Isle of Dogs. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, I know it's kind of interesting. It kind of had a mixed review. That was a controversial movie. It is. I it think is it's strange. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> I understand why people might have been kind of disappointed by it because, because it was it was not like a very controversial in the way of like the cultural appropriateness like i was getting there's a oh lot that's of, why it was controversial? yeah there's a lot of like controversy about like which i don't get i don't really understand that that's kind of just in our day and age and people are like oh it's not japanese culture he's not japanese fuck this guy that's weird i so mean i don't i don't agree with why i don't i, don't I think there was here. there was a bunch of stuff about how the girl in the movie the american girl tracy mm-hmm. you know voiced by greta gerwig yeah She's white and she's leading, uh, you know, like a revolution. Ag- I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. And because she's like she's a white savior kind of kind of thing. And I agree. She's I not a good character. About that character. But like that's what some of the controversy was yeah. about as well. But anyway, that's that's interesting. That's an interesting like kind of con- I was thinking about that because I've heard about that before. Yeah. Um, I don't. I can't dismiss that. Like, yeah. but I don't. I can't really speak to that very much. Right. What I. Um, the, the, the white girl leading the, uh, the Japanese school to rebellion and eventually redemption was a little bit kind of like, okay, like right. kind of like whitewashing well, stuff. To me, that's not really what the core of the movie is about. Yeah. No, not really. So I mean, the reason, the reason I like the movie is yeah. that I just, I love animation and this yeah. was just really sick animation. Yeah. yeah. I love the dogs. I love the, the world that he had created. I love the way it was really presented. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just so weird. weird. It's so weird. I remember when I saw it for the first time and like, I don't want to spoil it, but there's an element at, like towards the end, like the kind of the middle of the movie that reveals itself like this like this like a, there's a spy element to this yeah. movie and I was like what the yeah. it, like, <laughs> turned, it kind of takes a turn and I loved it I yeah. thought it was super weird and different and, yeah like, I, I when I saw this movie again I, I appreciated it a lot more it, I've seen it uh, twice now it really yeah. has a lot of 
Wes Anderson's like yeah, very trademark he's... droll humor yeah, in it. It's very West funny. What, what, what I like, I, I my my favorite things about films is when I see filmmakers inventing new things on yeah. film. And Wes Anderson always is playing with this, and I love that. So like, I love how when he was like doing the new ca- newscasting of things, uh-huh. you have like the animated people, but then on television, they're like these hand drawn versions of them. Yeah, and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. It's yeah. just like it's yeah. genius. It's, it's really genius. Cool. It's like these yeah. little things that add so much depth to a movie yeah. that even if the story is kind of it's a simple story, I like the story. it's it's a story about a, a, of a, a boy, boy finding his dog, dog and a and a dog a jaded dog finding love it's really and it's just like it's, that's it you know yeah. that's I it, love it girl. and it's I like love it. and and it's he just put so much depth into that that yeah. tiny little story and that yeah. tiny little world that yeah. added like a whole bunch of flavor and yeah. like like you had the sushi cutting scene which yeah. is just like you look yeah. at I was looking at the behind the scenes of that it's just like I shit know, there's right? a lot of work that went into that I little know. sushi scene and it was about murdering somebody yeah, and it was yeah. like it was sick i yeah. like it i yeah. just love animated yeah. shit like that yeah. I, I really i think that cold is great it gets my tinkering gears all grinding and shit <laughs> it's just like man i want to touch that furry little animal and make it look like it moves on screen i want to do that like that <laughs> also jeff goldblum's in it also jeff goldblum's in it he Not plays enough. a great character you hear enough. the you hear the rumor well that's oh, that's man. what he <laughs> <laughs> I realized as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, that's a lie that he's having to say to Alright, so Drew, mm-hmm. what is your number seven? Black Klansman. Yeah, cool, cool. All right, is, cool. Yours on, is Black Klansman on your list? No, it's like our own Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. 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 Okay, so I love this movie. Um, I think that what's really... What's really great Me about too. it... <laughs> what's really great about it is how... It it starts off like a, you're kind of laughing at these white supremacists because sure. of how stupid they are. Yeah. It's so interesting. It's not fair, um, and the the opening scene is Alec Baldwin. Like, yeah. Oh, that's a great it's, opening. It's so scene. funny. Like but cool. the way that Spike Lee starts the movie off yeah, on kind of like <laughs> kind of like a lighthearted note. And yeah. then turns it into something a lot more complex. Yeah. Through, like you're laughing at them, and then you're kind of afraid of them when right. Adam Driver's with them, and they're you know right. guns around. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's so good. And then the fucking ending. Yeah. Oh, oh my yeah. god. You don't spoil it yeah, but the ending, I think, is what makes this movie. Yeah. The ending. Yeah. I remember being in the theater and just like the yeah and i i sat there for like five minutes after the yeah. credits rolled and i was just like oh my god yeah. this yeah. is insane but um there's a lot of great uh spike lee uh trademark stuff in there there's the reverse dolly shot there's one at the yeah. end which is quite yeah. impressive cool. there's uh references to black exploitation films which yeah. is also just fantastic I like I like um yeah, I love the like, I yeah. love the look of it. Like I I like this movie a lot. Yeah. It's just I wish some of the characters were a little more fleshed out. Yeah. I wish I cared a little bit more about uh John David Washington's character. The main character? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I totally understand that, but I really liked him a lot. I yeah, really yeah, liked him. Charming. I just wish like I liked him in the movie. He's very likable. Yeah. I just wish I knew more about him. Like, yeah. just, like, I kinda I kinda liked him as kind of like more of like a palette for yeah. like the whole everything that was sure. going on sure. so mm, i kind of liked him being kind of like yeah i like characters that are kind of like void characters yeah. that kind of fill up 
that don't have yeah. histories and kind of fill up through the bases of the movie. Yeah. Kind of like in Drive, you know? You yeah. don't know anything about no, the no, character. No, no. I completely understand. But, like, I totally understand yeah. that criticism of it. I it totally think, makes sense I to think me. for me, it was like, there were scenes in that movie where I was like, you could have really added some, like, character depth here, but instead <laughs> he decided to, like, make it, you know, more about, you know, the race thing. Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, this moment could have been so great for character building, and instead you, it's like just little stuff like that. Yeah. I think that, I think that in general, Spike Lee runs hot and cold for me. Yeah. He's made a bun- He's made a couple of really great movies and other ones that I think are totally forgettable yeah. and terrible. Chirac, Old Boy. Yeah, uh, um... I, uh, you know, well, I love this movie. but this he was a return me. to form for me. This, I, this yeah. was a return to form for him, yeah. I think. Yeah. So I really appreciated this movie. Cool. So I'm glad you mentioned like the kind of the the good things about the movie because like we just kind of like I just kind of shat on Spike Lee. <laughs> yeah, so it's good yeah, to talk about the movie a yeah, little bit, good. and because um, Spike Lee. Damn it! Is another one of those director who just makes new things in films. Yeah. He doesn't even have to try. He just like makes well, something, and, I, and it's something I've seen before. For that, I do. I, and it's I really it. Do. I, damn it! It just it's yeah. it's just it's he's just good yeah. at it. <laughs> All right. So who guys are gonna like this one? I number seven, Man B. <gasps> what? <gasps> Woo! That's so like, low. I know. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it all Okay. Okay. For me. Uh, this I is love a, Mandy. This is an excellent movie. I this love is like, Mandy. So it's still seven. Like it's pretty good. Yeah. It's an awesome movie. It is like an action trip. You're like watching a psych- it's like a psychedelic B horror action thing. Like and it's so amazing. Nicholas Cage like, was robbed of an Oscar nomination. Nicholas Cage. Was awesome <laughs> <in it. laughs> I don't. Know, I don't know about that. Nicholas Cage is really, really good at this movie. Drew's been funny because he's been like spouting his like conspiracy theories, for lack of a better word, yeah. about like Nick Cage is the best actor that's ever lived. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like he's awesome in this movie. Yeah. He's so good yeah, in this he's movie. Really fun. He's it's really fun. I love the. Re- I love. There's nothing better than a good old passion. Revenge movie. Yeah. And this is what that movie is. You see it? It is awesome. You it see, is so much fun. This is not for everybody. Uh, putting that out there is not for everybody. No, it's really but, not. But uh, for us, this is a movie yeah. that we fucking love. Uh, it's violent. It's crazy. The style is the thing that grabbed me the most is the style. Yeah. The style of this movie is so cool. Uh, so, like, just interesting. And, like, literally, like, you're what like you're on acid watching this movie. And it's kind it's of crazy. it's kind of uncomfortable when you're watching it because it's so mm-hmm. it does such a good job of like making it feel like you're not in your right mind. You right. know, when you're watching it yeah. that it's just like right. fuck. It's I so feel cool. I <laughs> yeah. feel like I'm disturbed. Yeah. It's so cool. Um well yeah, yeah. It's 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 very emotional too. Like yeah. It's, yeah. that's the thing, it's, it's super crazy. What I love about this movie is it's super crazy, right? There's chainsaw fights there's like dudes drinking the psychedelic juice and like seeing like crazy like but zombies from hell it's grounded it's grounded in this relationship of Mandy and Nicholas Cage and that is what's so incredible about this movie it has one of the best last shots of the year I love the last shot in this movie. The yeah, last like, scene. Yeah. It's really great. It's a great meme as well. Uh, but it's, it's, it's just an excellent movie. If you guys are into kind of weird, if you want to see something really different and a lot of fun and you are ready to embrace something super weird, highly recommend uh, Landy. Yeah, well, let's leave it at that because I think we're yeah. gonna we're gonna hit hit up on that yeah, so two we'll more go, times. We'll <laughs> <six>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, All right. 
So should we add this one? Here, 50. Or let's we just want to talk about our six real quick. Yeah, let's talk about let's fit it in yeah, here. Yeah, let's talk about What's your number? My number six yeah. is Three Identical Strangers. It's a really good documentary oh, cool, cool. about um, that I talked about before. Yeah. Um, another, it's just I I want to see more documentaries after seeing this film because it was it's it's cool about a documentary because you're like discovering the story. Yeah. And this was a great thing that like it like was cool because when you're watching it, you're just like, oh, this is what it's about, and then it changes. Just like fuck, no, it's about this, and it's just like fuck, no, it's about <laughs> this, and it kind of like changes and kind of yeah. like ups it as it goes along. Yeah. And it's such a crazy story it's about three three tins separated at birth who rekindled uh, like their relationship and it's not about that at all yeah um it's it's wild it's an adventure yeah. it's it's a blast to watch it's educational it questions humanity <laughs> it questions the government you know cool. schooling systems adoption centers it's great it's amazing oh yeah all right, girl. <laughs> Mission Impossible Fallout. Oh, oh fuck you. <laughs> I <laughs> fucking love that movie. Whoa. Um, uh, let's just let's just say that it has, I think, that's an almost mention all for me. of the best yeah. action sequences of the year. Like all of I, them are in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> um, and uh, um, Tom Cruise Very is fucking invincible. He's like he's he's in his mid fifties <laughs> and he's still like jumping from buildings and yeah. getting battered around. Yeah. The bathroom fight in this oh, movie is worth so the good. price of admission. So cool. It alone, yeah, like everything, the, the whole thing. Price of admission. He jumped out of that is real. Like <laughs> it's, you're it's, it, you're like that is the craziest it's, shit. It's a the helicopter sequence. Yeah. Holy. Fuck, yeah, so, so this wild. movie is like pretty generic in terms of like story, but you I go don't agree, for but I'll talk about you, it. you go for <laughs> it's I think it's a standard issue like spy thriller, I'll, I'll, but I'll you you, you go you go for the stunts and you go for Tom Cruise. Right, that's what impossible has always it's, been. It's something else. Yeah, it's incredible. I don't know how this series just keeps topping itself, but it does. Yeah. This movie is fantastic. Alright. So my number six is I, I think both y'all had a lot of honorable mentions. I don't know if you did, but uh, mid nineties. This is a, yeah, cool. in my honorable mention. This is kind of an honorable mention for me. That was me. like this. It's kind of weird for me. This is kind of a movie that I uh, it hit me on a very emotional level. It's, yeah, it's a movie about uh, skateboarding, and it's a movie about uh, you know, it's Kelly Ray's movie in the skateboarding you know uh, lens, like and. I absolutely loved it. As a skateboarder, um, Jonah Hill nailed some moments in skateboarding that is so amazing. Like, there is a scene where Stevie, the main character, is just watching um, his friend set up his very first board. And the way that he shot that, and the way like he just lingered on it, is an emotion that like I... Felt when I was got my first skateboard, when he landed his first ollie, like he nails emotions in skateboarding so well, while making a very raw and like honest uh, Kelly Lays movie that I just love. I love the style of this movie. I love the four three aspect ratio. I love the grindiness and the grittiness that he shot it with. Uh, I love the you know the nineties LA was super cool. Uh, I just think this is a really, it's a funny movie, it's a very fun movie. Uh, the actors I thought was incredible, all the professional and amateur skateboarders that are in this movie did a fantastic job. Jonah Hill, I cannot wait to see what you do next. Me too. 
I think yeah. this is a excellent movie. It's, it's a, it's a remarkable, very, very personal. It's well. a remarkable directorial debut. Yes. I really like it a lot. Yeah. All right. We got to get out of here really fast because we're running out of time. Goodbye. All right. So